Hello and welcome to the Wellness Trinity Podcast, where we interview top holistic experts and bring you natural solutions for modern day wellness. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Jacqueline. Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining the Wellness Trinity Podcast. I'm Dr. Jacqueline, naturopathic doctor and owner of the Wellness Trinity, where we provide natural solutions for modern day wellness. So just a little disclaimer before we get started. What we provide here and the information is just for educational and entertainment purposes only. And everything that you are talking about, you use at your own discretion and we're not taking credit for any uh, repercussions or anything. So it's all on you. So without further ado, I'm excited to have Vanessa Becerra here. She's a good friend and a colleague and she's such a wealth of knowledge with how to balance your brain's chemistry and, um, I probably am butchering a little bit, but she does neurofeedback. So, Vanessa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Jacqueline, for having me here. Yeah, no problems. First, before we get started, why don't you just kind of explain what, how you got into working with people's brainwaves? Sure, sure, sure. My name is Vanessa. I am a CPC intern. I am also a neurotherapist intern. And I study uh, people's brainwaves and how that impacts their health. And so the reason why I got into neurofeedback was um, after an unfortunate event in my family, we lost a sister and um, my parents were in deep grief. I wanted to have some kind of uh, methodology to help my family recover from um, this very unfortunate event. So I decided to upgrade my studies and get a little bit more in tune with the brain function and how it works and why um, our brain does the things that it does. And so today I'm here with um, Dr. Jacqueline to talk about sleep. And sleep is like the number one mental health aspect that unfortunately a lot of times where people are suffering depression, anxiety, PTSD, schizophrenia, other diagnoses, um, unfortunately they, their sleep is compromised. And so how do we get the brain to function again properly? And how do we identify a brain that is not uh, functioning optimally and that, that sleep is so important? So if a client's coming to us saying that they're not sleeping well, we know that there's something going on in the brain. So how do you figure out what is wrong with the brain then? How do we figure out? We usually do an assessment to see where people's brain waves are and we compare that to the quote-unquote normal ranges so that we can find out how we can help our clients. Okay. What are different markers? I know when I went to you, you saw my delta was off. And is that the only thing that might be off or is there something else? Um, so we're looking at a couple of brainwaves when it comes to sleep. One of them is the delta brainwave. That has a lot to do with how um, our sleep health is. That is the slowest brainwave. And so obviously when we sleep, we tend to slow down. Our body slows down. Our mind slows down. Another one that we're looking at is the alpha brainwave because that gives us the ability to relax. So if we don't have that natural ability to relax, it can be much more difficult. And naturally, we train the SMR, sensory motor rhythm, because if we elevate the sensory motor rhythm right here about the brain, the person's able to relax better and naturally sleep better. Okay. So how do you train them? 
once you find that information. Yes. Um, so in neurofeedback, we're working on the um, model of operant conditioning. So we are conditioning the brain waves and reinforcing or rewarding um, the brain waves that are healthy. And we're not reinforcing the brain waves that are not healthy. So if we reinforce or reward those healthy brainwave patterns, naturally the brain gets trained to respond in a more positive um, pattern-like. And with enough training, we're able to get uh, the person functioning as far as their sleep um, much, much better. Can you explain a little bit why those brainwaves might be off in the first place? Sure. Um, a lot of times we live in a high-paced society, and unfortunately, we're always on the go. We got kids, we got, you know, responsibilities, we got work, we got, especially in the city in Las Vegas, we got these, like, really weird schedules sometimes. People are working two, three jobs, and unfortunately, that kind of gives us, like, an inconsistent sleeping pattern. So, you know, one of the first things we work on with our clients is having a consistent uh, sleeping pattern. Like, what time are you going to sleep? Hopefully, you're going to sleep at a very similar time every night. Or, you know, if you even if you're sleeping late, like even if you're sleeping at midnight, but at midnight every night. So consistency, because our brain is on a rhythm, if you take it out of the rhythm, then that's when we start to see problems. Mm -hmm. And waking up, too. Sometimes we have more control over the times that we wake up versus the times that we go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So consistency in the waking up is also so, so important. So waking up and going to sleep at relatively the same time can really, really help us out. And um, what neurologists recommend is anywhere from six to nine hours. Because there are people who also oversleep, and oversleeping is not healthy either. Mm -hmm. um, just like undersleeping is not healthy. Okay. When I went to you, we used different things like binaural beats, we used videos. How, what exactly is happening in the brain when you use those type of things to help try to balance all the brain waves? Yes, yeah, so we, uh, when we do neurofeedback training, we're using visual stimuli to send a message to the brain when it is acting correctly. Through the visual stimulus, which is, you know, a movie or a brain game, basically the brain is getting uh, the message that it's doing something correctly. If the brain is not receiving the feedback, that's why we call it neurofeedback. If it's not receiving the feedback, the brain is basically not being rewarded, giving a message to our subconscious that, hey, you need to fix something. You're not meeting your target. So as they're meeting their targets, with that visual representation, mm -hmm. then they're able to be like, oh, okay, so I'm doing this correctly. Oh, and, and they get to realize in that moment, this is the state that I want to be in. This is the state that is correct for this frequency. So they will actually feel themselves be calmer when, when the visual is coming out normal. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember looking at that, and it did feel like a mental game in my head. <laughs> it's like, i got to get it right. I have to make sure all these things are popping up in the right place. That was quite interesting. What are some other tools you might be using when you're doing that feedback? Music, as you mentioned. So with the binaural beats, those are excellent. You can actually find them on YouTube, but binaural beats. And there's some in there for sleep. So if you put um, binaural beats for sleep, that definitely helps our mind yeah. relax. Anything that helps you relax is going to um, give you the ability to unwind. And hopefully that gives you the ability as well to simply 
relax and build that good habit of sleep. Yeah, you know, I've been listening to binaural beats a lot lately, and it's incredible how the frequencies in the binaural beats can de-stress you and, and do all kinds of stuff, mm -hmm. depending on what you're trying to achieve. Would you be able to explain a little bit of what's going on with those frequencies? Like, how, mm -hmm. how does it de-stress you? How does it make you sleep? What is going on in the body where sound, because sound can be therapy. Sound yes. can be healing. Yes, um, most definitely. So sound has a frequency. So our brain is on a frequency, and we can measure it through neurofeedback. It hurts, right? So the good thing about binaural beats is that it is on a certain frequency. It is on a certain hertz. And a lot of times when you go on YouTube, it, it tells you the hertz that it's on. So if you're trying to look for maybe a good binaural beat um, to help you sleep, I would definitely try to make it a, a low frequency okay because once again we want our brain to unwind be in a slower frequency so that we can more easily sleep so lower hertz mean like 10 or do you have a number yeah anything probably below a four i would suggest oh, for sleep lower. yeah four hertz the delta brain wave is usually from zero to four so okay. we want it to be under four Mm -hmm. Okay, so I had no idea when we did the neurofeedback that when you're looking at the brain waves that we were actually looking at hertz. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. So the delta brain wave is at a low hertz. What about these other ones like gamma, mm -hmm. gamma and theta? And mm -hmm. delta, you know, when we talk about delta, there's a couple other ones we pull out. Yeah, well, it's a higher beam, right? So, um, you know, the theta, so it's the delta, then the theta, then the alpha, then the betas, and then the gamma. Okay. So all of these kind of have a different range into what we expect, quote, unquote, normal. Okay. And um, that's actually how we define, you know, if this person fits within the normal range or if they don't. That's how we see what we need to work on if we need to decrease a certain brainwave or increase a certain brainwave, that's how we define it. Okay. And then of course, like the different areas of the brain, some areas are a little bit faster, some areas are a little bit slower, things like that kind of. Basically with our fast-paced lifestyle, we're actually mm -hmm. almost training our brainwaves to to be in that fast-paced frequency, right? Sometimes, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. and that, that's why people can't sleep. Yes, so sometimes because we are just always on the go, always fast. Um, yeah, our brain is like fast, 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 go, go, go. So at the time where we are sleeping, you gotta unwind and sometimes our brain is so kind of stuck on, you know, a certain pattern that it's so hard for it to kind of unwind and, you know, get into this lower frequency because, you know, for most of the day, we're in this faster frequency. So, you know, it, it's training our brain to kind of slow down, mm -hmm. especially at nighttime, you know, to stop thinking and stop worrying about the things we got to solve and the things we got to do. My, my phone's about to die. My, I live the fast life. <laughs> so we forget to charge our phones. We forget to charge our phones. It's definitely training our brain to just be at that frequency where we can mm -hmm. slow down. When people come to me, and they say they can't sleep. I'm thinking already, well, I have a list. Because <laughs> we both have clients, we find that insomnia or people not being able to sleep very well is really high at the list of, of uh, people's challenges in terms of who, what people are coming to us with. And so I have compiled a couple different things in terms of supplements, uh, or not even just supplements, but what are the deficiencies 
Magnesium is one of the biggest things. I see magnesium deficiency pretty much in everybody when I do their hair tests. And even other signs will come up when we look at their zytoskin, we'll see heart stress, or we'll see digestive challenges, which is also a clue to me that, okay, if anything like that is happening, they're probably low in magnesium. Magnesium is needed in over 2,000 enzyme reactions in our body. So without that, we can't sleep, but we also don't have energy, which is kind of interesting. It's needed for mitochondrial function. Magnesium is so key. If you want to sleep, you have to have magnesium. And you'll know if you take it enough if you have a little bit of diarrhea. With a good food based one like the ones that we use here, I don't I find that most clients don't really have diarrhea with it, but um, some of them eventually you will find that you have a diarrhea reaction is too much. So that's how you can kind of get an idea of how much you take. Aside from magnesium, we got tryptophan. Tryptophan builds serotonin and serotonin builds melatonin. If you're low on anything in that cycle, in that, that chain, then you're not going to be able to sleep. And when I do people's zytoscan, I can't tell you how many times I'll see tryptophan come up or serotonin or melatonin, which are signs that people are not sleeping too well. There's that. And then I also do a mood questionnaire where I'll find out um, there's a bunch of questions for serotonin. So serotonin is a, a neurotransmitter. It's a chemical in our brain and it makes us happy. It also, again, is a precursor to melatonin. It makes us sleep as well. Instead of using melatonin to supplement, I'll go back down the chain and use tryptophan so we can build each thing up. Do you find that when people can't sleep, it, it leads to depression as well? Oh, yeah, most definitely. It can link to the depression, or sometimes that's precisely why people are not sleeping. They're depressed, or sometimes they're oversleeping, which is not good because when we are awake and when we're asleep, we produce different brain waves. So if you are oversleeping, you're not exercising your awake brain waves, which mm -hmm. the effect is sometimes people will actually feel more tired. Remember that if you're oversleeping a maximum of nine hours and try not to take naps. I don't know why people keep on saying naps are such a good thing. Actually, naps are not a good thing. Really? I like naps. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's sorry. Actually, I actually, I don't know about that, but <laughs> the reason why, why the reason why is if you're taking naps during the day and more than likely, it will more than likely affect your sleep. Oh, at night. Okay. Because yeah. if you already had... Um, you know, that, that sleep portion satisfied at nighttime, you're kind of like wide awake. Uh -huh. So I guess I could see that. What if it's like a, a small, mm -hmm. um, because I think taking a little rest in the middle of the day, mm -hmm. sometimes we just need to kind of just lean back and relax. Yeah. And yeah. I find it, it personally recharges me. It's like having mm -hmm. a little coffee again. I can see if you take a very long siesta. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that in other countries? They're doing this long. Siesta, yeah. Um, it, it just depends on you know what stage of sleep you're on. So if you get into the REM sleep, you know that definitely is going to have a different impact versus you being like the first two stages of sleep, which is just kind of like when you're relaxed. You can close your eyes, but you're not completely asleep. That for me is good. Maybe that's more of a form of meditation. You kind of slow awake for your resting yeah. versus which that can be actually very helpful because meditation, if you, even if you do about 10 minutes of meditation per day, that equals about two hours of sleep and rest. Wow. Um, so that can be very useful, but you actually having a uh, full sleep and going to sleep, you know, two hours, that's going to impact okay. Okay. your sleep later yeah. on that night, which will ricochet and affect you during the, the, the rest of your week. So we usually don't recommend clients who are having sleeping issues to take naps. Now, if you don't have sleeping issues, you want to take a nap, that's a different story. But if you are having um, sleep issues, then my suggestion would be to try.
try to uh, manage that. And what I usually recommend my clients do is if they feel like taking a nap, just try and go to sleep earlier. You know, go to sleep at 8 instead of going to sleep at 10 or midnight or just go to sleep a little bit earlier so that you can feel refreshed the next day. Because that's the thing. Not only does it affect depression, it affects anxiety. If you don't have enough sleep, your brain can't totally function. You know, and then we get more stress, we have more anxiety, we develop tension, things like that, that just stem from us not sleeping well. And then we're irritable, we're angry at, you know, people around us, we're not, you know, efficient at our jobs. So there's all these repercussions that just don't affect how we feel with our surroundings and our environment, how we impact that. Another thing is people who are withdrawing and going through any kind of uh, withdrawal of an addiction usually that will also make the brain not be able to sleep as well yeah, because yeah. their brain is kind of like rebooting without that substance. So we right. talk about alcoholism. We talk about um, even people who use marijuana, people who use uh, meth, all these other addictions that, you know, when people are going through treatment and they're able to leave that drug, even nicotine. Mm-hmm. So even as cigarettes and stuff like that, that will change the way that people are sleeping. Yeah, no, and that makes complete sense. So I can tell you from the naturopathic side, when I do hair tests and I see cadmium, for example, if people smoke, they can have cadmium toxicity. And it can come in other forms probably, but cadmium is one of the main things that we link to cigarette smoke. And it's people more hyper, which if they're trying to detox from that and they're pulling out the, the metals, you actually can experience symptoms of the metal before it comes completely gets out of your body. So what happens is you take certain supplements or you take your organ finally relax and, and the, the, the toxin is mobilized. When it's mobilized, it's going through the bloodstream before it, it gets out in the, in the body. And that's why we can have what's called a first time reaction mm-hmm. or we actually re-experience some of the symptoms that we had while taking that substance. That makes complete sense what you're saying and how why they can't sleep if they're trying to withdraw from their type of drug, the, the drug addictions that they had. Yeah, so it's very important that, you know, if they are going through symptoms such as these, that they look for, you know, that professional help to assist them in that transition because what will happen is not, you know, people will more right, likely uh, relapse or they will just be like, this is affecting me too much. I'd rather just not do it. So it's, it's good to reach out to people and we're always here to help. We are servers of the people. As a health professional, I always tell that to people. I'm just like you. I have my own health challenges. She's my doctor. And she's great. <laughs> and so um, we always, we don't know everything. And um, as human beings, it's humbling to come to other people and say, hey, why don't you teach me about this? Because this is your specialty. This is your area. And we don't have time to study everything. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to study yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, so, like, so, I don't study brain waves the way she does. So, <laughs> so she'll look at my brain waves and she does other services on me that I, I just, I don't have time to study because I'm trying to figure out how do I get chemicals out of people's body. <laughs> so come to us, you know, come to us. You can find me at Brainwaves and Counseling. You can find Dr. Jacqueline over at the Wellness Trinity. You know, one thing that I personally want to say is you have to get rid of the toxins if you want to sleep well. If your liver is all backed up, your gallbladder and your gut, you're not going to sleep very well. It's just the body's having a hard time dealing with its toxic load. It takes away from being able to sleep. We need nutrients. We need the body functioning to be able to actually calm down. It's kind of interesting when you really think about it. It's 
it, it's more than just a mental game. It's physical as well. It, it's both together. Doing some of these things that we talked about with the binaural beats, working with Vanessa to see where your brainwaves are in balance and being able to balance those out with the therapies that she does as well too. It's a perfect marriage to any of you guys that use the supplements that I recommend um, or that are on the detox programs that we do here. Such a blessing to be able to work with you in Los Angeles and, and abroad. I'm a, well, you work with a lot of people abroad on this stuff too, right? Not currently, but in the future. Because <laughs> oh, okay. I can't do their brainwaves, you know, yeah. online and stuff. Yeah, definitely something to uh, look forward to. I know that we, you know, I do aspire to go out internationally and train people because neurofeedback, mm-hmm. see, the thing is, in the U.S., we're so lucky we have neurofeedback. There's countries where this therapy does not exist. So oh. that's one of my main missions in life is to be able to bring this type of treatment to other places. Anything else that you wanted to mention? I think um, that it's very important to treat the brain and the body together. And I know that you're a specialist in the body. And the brain is part of the body. Mm -hmm. So if we're not training the brain, we're not treating the brain, we're missing a very important aspect. I agree. And there is sometimes a stigma to coming to a counselor or a neurologist or a neurotherapist. There is this like underlying stigma that, you know, something's wrong with me. And um, we need to be beyond that because these kind of health complications, mm-hmm. especially when your sleep is compromised, can have other issues. When we think about suicide, there is research to support that a lot of people who have died of suicide were not sleeping well. Yeah. And so if you think about that, um, you know, and, and you think about, you know, uh, cardiovascular diseases and other factors, there's this big link to just not sleeping well. Right. And the thing is, when our body goes through the stages of sleep and achieves REM sleep, all of our system recharges. It's kind of like being able, like our cell phone. We don't charge our cell phone. So it is the same concept here is like if we're not recharging ourselves every day because you know we have a job, we have children, we we do so much as human beings, but the thing is if you're not functioning well, if you're not loving yourself enough, if you're not taking care of yourself enough, it's going to be harder to have good relationships with your children because you're gonna be irritable and snapping, or even with your husband or wife boyfriend etc it's going to be harder to be um a good worker or a good business a woman or man good ceo why because you're on edge and so that is not just going to affect your body it's going to start to affect your relationships right yeah and i i that's the one thing that when people come in here i i already see the light at the tunnel end of the tunnel as long as they're willing to take the steps with their relationships it's huge when people physically are feeling better inside, their mind is working better as well, too. It just spirals in everything else they're doing in life, whether it's a business or relationships or other activities. Like everything else gets better. Like you said, health is happy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's mental, spiritual, emotional, physical, I mean, uh, the whole path, the whole shebang. Um, so when something is, any of it is off, then it's, it spirals into all these other things. And then you wonder why. Why can't I have a good relationship? Why, why is this happening? Why is that happening? That was a very good point that you brought up. Yeah, and even financially, because if you think uh-huh. about it, we're not as productive because we don't have that much energy, right? So financially, if we are sleeping well, we're going to be doing more. 
and doing more and creating more and being more creative and thinking of new avenues, you know, of different ways that we can um, explore our talents. But if we don't have that energy, we're not going to be reaching our goals. We're not going to be able to, you know, sustain ourselves the way that we want to sustain ourselves. And I think every human being deserves to be successful. And, you know, it's unfortunate when our health is not there, and it's compromised like that for me health is like my number one value if i don't have health i'm not going to be a good mom if i don't have health i'm not going to be a good businesswoman a good mm-hmm. counselor right it's just it health comes first before the other things right i can't work if i'm right. not healthy exactly and i, I find that with a lot of clients that come to me as well too where they're kind of in this <laughs> pickle is the word i'm thinking where they come to me and it's like okay well they can't really function at work and then these treatments and these supplements and whatever they need to do cost money and it's an unfortunate side of the whole thing obviously me and you love what we do we love people and we would do this for free if we didn't have to make money right and even things like this like i would just give them away for free if i could but at the same time like this just it's just the society that we live in is it operates on money and so when we we don't feel good we can't produce as well. You know, I have people that are so able and willing and very smart people where their brain function is off just because of, uh, because of uh, physical body is off or they're not sleeping like what we're talking about. And so they can't work as much as many hours or maybe they can't even work at all. Mm-hmm. So I was actually already thinking about that when you mentioned finances, which I, I, I'm glad that you brought that up. It's mm-hmm. another part of our health is having that in order as well too. I can tell you too, I've been there where it's like I haven't had money and I'm living on a shoestring and there's a lot of stress with that. My life is nowhere from perfect now that went that way, but it I could tell you it feels a lot better to be a little bit more stable, right? And and then uh, and then how that affects sleep. Mm-hmm. Like we're able to go to bed thinking like, okay, I have a roof over my head, I have food in my mouth, my family's taken care of. It's a lot easier to just relax at night situation too sometimes it's kind of like what comes first the chicken or the egg like what do, how do i tackle this it's like i'm not feeling good but i need money and you know that's what prayer comes into well health as a value i think is important because if we uphold our health as priority then we're not going to have to choose what comes first you know like i said mm-hmm. if i have my health then things will align themselves Um, And we can decide to spend money on wellness or we can decide to spend money on emergency services and surgeries. And those are usually more expensive. Right, yeah. And not so pleasant. (laughs) Yeah, and and much more painful. Really up to us, you know. I mean, you can go see a counselor or you can go to a psychiatric hospital. And usually it's 10 to 20 times more expensive Mm -hmm. for three days in the hospital, right? And that money you could use for a whole year coming to see a counselor so it's it's knowing where your investments yeah better yeah. spend because either way you're going to spend the money yeah and so you get to decide how mm-hmm. you do that yeah i totally agree well that was a lot of great information about sleeping well and you know i do i know that we're going to have several other talks that are <laughs> going to be able to marriage our um, our expertise, which is wonderful, because we really have to look at the whole the whole person. We're not just the body. We're not just the mind. We're not just the spirit. And I think a lot of times in the holistic field or health and wellness, we're segregating everything mm. and thinking, oh, it's all spiritual or it's all in your head or it's all <laughs> it's all the body, but it's not. And so 
why I love what she's doing as well too and, and think that it's, it's a great partnership to have people that are, are that can are expertise in these different fields that can marry the whole thing together. So again, thank you for coming on this show, Vanessa. <laughs> and uh, do you want to tell the listeners where to find you? Find me at Brainwaves and Counseling at Las Vegas. You can check out my website, www.brainwavesandcounseling.com, and I will have my phone number there. All right. So, yeah, give her a call and make sure you schedule a session with her at some point. I know some of your services you do do abroad as well, right? Correct. I am in Pahrump. I do contract work with different mental health agencies. Yeah. So I'm there helping some of them out. I'm over at a sober living home now, so I'm getting okay. a lot of clientele. Yeah, so she's in high demand. <laughs> it's a good thing. She's helping people. Do you have any last comments before we wrap this up here? No, lots of blessings, lots of love. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Put yourself as a priority. You deserve your time. You deserve your money you deserve your help and put that first all right yeah so thank you again Vanessa for coming to the show thank you Thank you for listening to the Wellness Trinity Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more wellness tips to help you achieve optimal health. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.